This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I cannot express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour. The best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids. I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community, for all the parents, coaches, and athletes. And now, here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810. WHB, home of the world. You know, WHB stands for World's Happiest Broadcasters. And I'm a happy person because I'm here every week talking about the mental side of sports. Look forward to doing this show with you each week as we delve into your mind, your attitude, your focus, sportsmanship. And it's fun to, to do this because we get to talk about topics, discuss topics that affect us as, as athletes, as fans, as parents, as coaches. You know, um, 41 years I've been in practice now. The last 30 years on the radio here in the Kansas City area. The last 20 years at Sports Radio 810 WHB. Our shows are podcasted everywhere. Had a lot of feedback this past week from a lot of people listening to the podcast. You can get them on my website, winnersunlimited.com. W-I-N-N-E-R-S, unlimited.com. Click on the podcast tab and you'll find them. They're also on all the podcast apps around the country i get feedback from people it's interesting people listen to these podcasts everywhere i get emails from people overseas in europe australia south africa i've had emails from people listening to these it's it's pretty interesting to know that people listen to this all over the world you know i try to talk about things on here that relate to to us and i work with individual clients in my office i I do FaceTime and Zoom sessions with people all over the country, actually several people overseas as well. And one topic that seems to be popping up more and more in the world of youth sports is the whole issue of where does winning really come into play and where should it really matter? You know, we can talk about professional athletes and collegiate athletes all we want to do, but Sports is fun, supposed to be fun, right? I mean, I love going to sporting events, cheering on the teams that I like, and and enjoying the atmosphere. If the team doesn't win, it's a bummer, but, you know, you, you move on, you get your car, drive home, and got your life to live. I know a lot of people get seriously depressed about these things. But youth sports, high school sports, should be about fun, development, teaching fundamentals, growing, learning. I'm getting more and more people in my office, and I I have a full slate of clients, a lot of younger clients, who feel this pressure to have to win so badly 
that a lot of them just want to quit. They, they said, Doc, it, it isn't fun. I get parents bringing their kids in. It's not fun anymore. Youth sports is a gigantic field. Of course, it covers everything. And financially, it is an incredibly lucrative field for a lot of people. For coaching seminars, for equipment, for all kinds of things. People make uniforms. People make, you know, the the equipment we use, the balls, the uniforms, all those types of things. There's a tremendous amount of money to be made. A lot of people make tournaments. There are tournaments now for younger and younger athletes. I know right now, and we are in Kansas City at about 6, 12 in the morning when this show is aired live. It is taped and rebroadcast throughout the country the following week. There are people right now driving to tournaments, driving to competitions at this hour of the morning with their kids. There are some kids already playing. I know when my kids were younger, we had indoor soccer games at 6 in the morning on Sundays. And quite frankly, it wasn't a, really a, lot, a lot of fun to get up at you know, 4.45, 5, to get my son to play a soccer game from 6 to 7.30, and then go back, come home and want to go back to bed. But, of course, you're awake now. The pressure to play youth sports is growing more and more. But we're seeing, statistically, more and more kids dropping out by the time they're 11 and 12. Why? Because it's not fun anymore. I have kids at 11, 12, 13 come into my office and playing five or six years, and now they have to play their sport year-round if they want to be good. It inhibits them from doing other things. I had a message yesterday from my wife's son, or she got the message. His son, my wife's grandson, had tickets to go to a Notre Dame football game with his dad and brother. Big dream of his. And he's, I believe, 12, 13, 14 years of age. They had a youth sports practice. Told the coach he wanted to leave early. The coach said, no, you can't leave. You have to stay here for the end of the last 15 minutes of practice. It wasn't until his dad apparently came in and said, we're leaving, that they left. Now, I don't know the details about that, but what? Why, why does he have to stay for an extra 15 minutes? Is it that important at that age? Where's the point where sports becomes more important than living your life? At the youth sport level. I'm not talking about collegiate and professional now. I'm talking about younger levels. Sports is supposed to be fun. Learn from fundamentals. You learn about winning and losing. You learn about success and failure. But it's about growth. It's about development. But I keep hearing stories more and more about these youth sport coaches who it becomes more than that. It's, it's this, we've got to go win. It's important to win. It's important to get better. If you don't come to practice and you don't train every day, you won't get better. Well, yeah, you're right. But do you have to at age seven go to soccer practice four days a week at age eight? Do you have to be in the basketball gym? Every day? Is it that necessary? So I'd like to find out from you. If you are a parent, if you're a coach, do you feel youth sports has gotten too intense at younger and younger ages for kids? And are we losing the focus of what it should be about?
If you're a coach, what's your thought on that? I'd love to hear from you today and get your thoughts on this. If you're a parent, do you feel pressure to enroll your kids in, in these practices all the time? Do you say no? Do you say, you know what, we're, we're only not going to, we're not going to practice four days, five days a week at age eight. And do you have some balance in there? Is it just one sport you're training year round? More and more now, more than ever before, there's pressure on kids to practice a sport year round. Now I'm going to be 67 years old in a month. So I'm old and over the hill. But when I grew up, you know, we didn't play one sport year round all the time. You played baseball in the summer, football in the fall, basketball in the spring, in, in the winter, you know, and sprinkling other things. I played tennis all the time. We did other things. There was some balance out there. So do you feel that there's too much pressure on kids to play sports at younger and younger ages, be more intense with it, and have to win? Have we lost the focus on why we play sports for kids? Is it to become a professional athlete or college athlete? Or is it to just learn about yourself and grow and develop? I think sports is the greatest way to learn about ourselves physically, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. You learn about teamwork. You learn about confidence. You learn about working together. You learn about success and failure. I'd like to hear from you. If you're a parent, you're an athlete, you're a coach, you burned, you quit sports at a young age. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Good morning, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week talking about the outside of sports, and today I brought up this topic. Are we putting too much pressure on kids to win in new sports? Are we putting too much pressure on them to play a sport year-round? And are we resulting in a lot of kids dropping out at 11 and 12 years of age because they're feeling burned out in the pressure? I've been seeing a lot of people in my office and, and speaking to a lot of people whose kids are getting tired of daily practices in the same sport, feeling pressure to have to show up all the time, feeling pressure to have to get better. And, and look, we play, we play, why do we play sports? To have fun, first of all, for the exercise, for the experience, get out and do things. It's great to be doing that. It teaches us a lot of things about success and failure, winning and losing, teamwork, building, destroying confidence. But are the egos of too many coaches getting in the way, needing to win, needing to have to be better than everybody else? You have to be at practice. You can't skip practice. You have to be here all the time. If you don't come to practice, you won't play. I had a young man who was a high school football player a few years ago. His team was undefeated. The team lost. The young man could only see me Saturday mornings at 8 because of weekly practices and film study and weights. And he also had to do homework, by the way, too, which he normally didn't get to until 8 o'clock every night because that's about when he got home after he took a shower and had dinner. And he was normally asleep by 9.30 because he was exhausted because he had to be back at school at 6 for morning weights. They lost a game 
only game they lost, they were, I believe, 10-0. This is several years ago, 10-0. At midnight, the coach was so ticked off, and this young man was the quarterback and starting middle linebacker. He played a great game, apparently. At midnight, the coach sent out an email, mandatory practice tomorrow morning at 6. If you're not here, you'll be penalized. He was so ticked off, the team lost. Well, the mom got the email because she was up, and she called me. She says, we can't make it. Well, what happened was she called the coach first. I said, Coach, we have a doctor's appointment, a psychologist at 8 tomorrow morning. That's when we see him at 8 on Saturday mornings because that's the only time we can see him. And the coach said, well, here's the deal. You either show up, your son shows up for practice, and he starts next week, and he doesn't show up for practice because he's a shrink, and he doesn't start. The mom called me. We worked out a deal to see him later in the day. You know, the coach thought it was stupid that he was seeing a psychologist. Well, a lot of people feel that way. That's their right. They can feel whatever they want. You know, a lot of people don't believe in mental health. They think it's a sign of weakness. But I think we're seeing more and more now as more and more professional athletes, prominent athletes, Olympic athletes come out and talk about why the mental aspect is so important, why mental health is so important, which I've been talking about forever on this show. It is. So should we have – do you feel – let me ask this question. If you're a parent, do you feel pressure – to get your kids to play a sport year-round now because we're seeing that more and more instead of playing several sports because the pressure is on them. If they want to play in high school, they've got to play all the time. If you have a, a kid on your team, a child on your team, that needs to skip a practice for something, is it all right? I hear all these stories about coaches who say it's not. You can't miss practice at eight and nine years of age. Blake, you wanted to jump in here. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, we, we did have a, a gentleman that had called in who um, w- would have wanted to speak off air, um, and, and he had just kind of brought up the point that um, if you are, and I think he kind of missed your point of what you were originally saying, but he did say there, there was options out there to play for a team. Let's say you were a kid and you wanted to play baseball, but you didn't want to play seriously. There are teams that, that play less serious, but... That wasn't really the topic that we were con- conversing about. We well, were talking and, and about, that, and that's and that's true. There are, yeah, of course there is. Yeah, but that but the, the topic was when you're already on a team and you have a coach that's acting certain ways. What does it say about that coach, and what does it say about how we talk to young kids now when when it comes to playing sports? And this is coming from a guy like you know, Doctor Jacobs. I mean, I've played sports all year round since I was. You still play sports all day. Five. <laughs> I do, just on the radio. <laughs> But, um, I mean, since I was five, six, seven, uh, probably, probably more towards seven, I was, but I wanted to play those sports. You know, I, I voluntarily came to my parents and I was like, I love doing all these things. It's very fun. I also had a great group of friends that constantly did it as well. Excuse me, Blake. You just, Not everybody you has just, that. You, you just threw the word in there that's most important. Fun. It was fun. Yeah, and for most people it is fun. But then it gets to the point where it's not fun anymore because it becomes more like a job. And that's what I'm hearing from more and more parents and coaches that they feel it be, it's becoming more like a job. And kids, are, the, the, the statistics are out there. The burnout rate of kids in youth sports at ages oh, 11 bad. and 12 is terrible. Yeah, it's 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 way higher than it used to be. And that's because, like, kind of like what I was leading to, I was the one who made those choices. But when you talk to kids, you got to listen to them. Do they want to do the all-year-round thing? You know, Do they want to just say, hey, I want to play baseball? Uh, or, you know, maybe I want to play basketball in the winter, but I'd like to have my summers free to hang out with my friends and do, you know, do more things. You know, you can't – it's up to the, the 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 athlete, not the parents. The parents can't be the one to make the kid want to play a sport or the coach. 
Well, you're right on that, but it comes down to, for youth sports especially, I think it's it's a joint decision. Parents are in charge when you've well, got a six, seven, eight year old, nine year old, ten year old. But I think it comes down to how you balance things out. And what I'm seeing more and more in my and just I'm just giving feedback based on what I'm seeing in my practice now. I've been in practice for forty one years. For twenty years I never saw this. And for the last twenty years it's been gradually increasing. More and more I'm getting younger and younger kids in and their parents who feel the pressure to have to win. To have to be on top. And I'm talking not at 14, 15 years of age. I'm talking about 11 and 12. Do you think that you're seeing coaches be bolder with younger kids on how they, you know, almost coaching them like a high school and collegiate level younger and younger? Is that what, you, is that what you're seeing? It's happening. It's definitely happening out there. And I think that's where, as a parent, and this is just my opinion, and people, you know, you can't agree or disagree with me. But as a parent, it, you're, it's up to you to make the decision about the team you chip, you pick for your kids, how much time they're out there practicing, when they need to take a break. And I think one of the big words I talk to everybody about is balance. How do you balance things out? At 10 and 11 years of age, I think it's important for kids to have a, a, the opportunity to do multiple things, not just sports, but play an instrument, learn debate, you know, learn, learn other things, because it gives them good balance. If you're just playing baseball year-round, at age 11. And, and there are some kids who will play baseball at age 11, and they're going to play at age 12, 13, 14. They'll play in high school, and they may make it to college. I mean, the college athletes I work with now, and, and they almost 100% tell me they survive youth sports. I've got all these, these kids I'm working with who are college athletes, and all of them tell me horror stories of stuff that went on when they played youth sports. They switched multiple coaches, multiple teams, because the emphasis on winning and you have to come all the time. And some of these parents that I, you know, I'll see first session, I, I work with a young athlete it, it, up to adulthood. I'll have the parents come in with them and we sit and talk about why you're here, what's going on. And I'm just getting more and more of this story, the, the, this background from people that the pressure to win at younger and younger ages causes all this stress and anxiety. And now they're getting to the point when they get they, they made it to college. But a lot of them feel this pressure and, and stress that they've had to deal with. All right, I'd love to hear from you if you're a parent, you're a coach. Do we put too much pressure on kids to play sports year-round at younger and younger ages, or do you disagree? I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello again, everyone. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. We're on Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. And if you're listening to the show, love to hear hear from you. If you'd like to join us, we're talking about, I've been talking about this whole issue of youth sports and do we put too much pressure on kids to win at early and earlier ages? And do we put too much pressure on them to play a sport year-round? Our phone number is 913 if you're a parent, have you had a child that wanted to quit their sport because they're just tired of it? They don't like it anymore. Why don't they like it anymore? Is it pressure from coaches, pressure to have to be at practice every day? Like I said earlier, there's statistics out all over the place now showing the burnout rates for kids at 11, 12 years of age in sports. 
they've been playing that sport for five or six years and they're tired of it. So what's your thought on that? Our phone number is 913-3810-810. If you're a coach and you're on the way to a game right now, I'd love to hear from you. If you're a coach and you coach youth sports, do you feel, do you get kids that say they don't want to come to practice anymore, they're tired of it, they're losing interest because they've been playing for three or four years and they're nine or ten? How do you handle that? How do you make practices fun? And, and what's the emphasis that you put on kids at that age I think the most important thing at that age should be about as I said earlier having fun learning skills learning fundamentals learning about success and failure winning and losing but not making winning and losing the priority it should be about how are you learning things I talk with athletes all the time about I call it foe versus four foe is focus on effort versus focus on results and focus on effort means concentrate on what you're doing, how hard you're playing, not thinking about the results. When you think about the results, that puts extra pressure on you. And, and when you're seven or eight years of age, you yeah, you want to learn how to pass the ball. You want to learn how to shoot the ball, how to run a play. But if you don't do it, I don't think you should be yelled at and screamed at because you screwed up. I had a, I had a basketball player a few years ago, high school basketball player, junior point guard. In practice, they had a drill they were running, and he had to pass the ball to one of the players cutting a certain direction. That player ran the wrong way. He threw the ball where he was supposed to, went out of bounds. They huddled up, and all of a sudden he gets drilled in the back of the head by the ball, by a ball thrown by the assistant coaches yelling at him, knocked him down, yelling at him because he threw the ball to the wrong place, but he really threw it to the right place. He left practice, went home. His dad came up to the school and basically wanted to get in a fight with the assistant coach. They ended up take, withdrawing him from that school and transferring him across state lines from Kansas to a Missouri school where he could play because of that. He couldn't stay in Kansas and play. He went on to play in college. But he told me that incident left just a negative taste in his, in his mouth about sports. Even at the high school level. Blake, you want to jump in here? Oh, I was just going to comment on on different scenarios on how, you know, as a coach and to break the monotony of practice because it is a grueling season is to how to make some practices fun. Just a few examples. We had a we had a we had a uh, a practice one time where we got all we all got dressed up and usually specialists go out first, punters and kickers, and they'll kind of go warm up real quick while, you know, while the field's not totally occupied by the rest of the team and they'll start doing their thing and then you go out there and you start getting in your stretch lines and whatnot. Well, we got in our stretch lines, we started doing our stretches, and then the coach called a huddle. Huddled up and he said, all right, everybody, ready for a great day of practice? This is how we're going to start it off. And he would have the kicker come out and kick some field goals. And so he kept moving it back, moving the ball back, moving the ball back, got to it a little farther, about 40-yard field goal comes up. He said, all right, boys, here's the deal. If Johnny makes this, I have a surprise for you. Johnny ends up making the field goal. Coach calls off practice. Even though you're already ready, you got all your gear on and everything, coach called off practice. He said, you guys have been working hard. I appreciate you. We're going to watch some film and we'll get you out of here. No practice today. That's an easy way to make it fun for your group. Keep the load off of them light if it's been, you know, if you're in week eight, week nine, week ten of the season, it's been a long season. Something even simpler. On Thursdays, we would always play music before we went out there. 
we'd get in our stretch lines, it'd be a little lighthearted, not as many pads on the day, going to play some music. And you got to choose the music. Simple things like that keep the game fun. It keeps the game not monotonous. You're not grueling, and you know it it is a grueling season. You're not you know down and out and hurting and bruised because you're going to be regardless. It's just simple ways coaches can keep the game fun and keep it light for their players while not trying to you know also being serious, of course, but giving those kind of sunshiny bright days. You you keep bringing up the word fun, Blake. Okay, that's what it's you know. Yeah. if, If you're eight, nine, ten years of age. It should be fun. I would have never played sports if they weren't fun, and right. I had the most fun on the field. But did you ever have coaches that were, when you were younger, that were maybe extra demanding and, you know, angry, get went angry when you'd lose or didn't play well? Not so much in in grade school. Good. That well, that's topic. probably yeah, why I had good coaches in grade school. I saw it when I got older. Well, but. but that's probably why you survived it because yeah. I get, I get, you know, of course, people come to my office to work on things, and part of the reason they come in is to talk about these things. And I get this, and that's why I brought this topic up today because I'm getting more and more people. I, I've got a high school volleyball player who, when she played softball when she was in middle school, had a coach throw her out of a game because she made an error. You know, I mean, it's like you're going to make mistakes. You and, and to me, it, it you know, look, professional athletes make mistakes, and they keep making mistakes. They may not have a job. That's their profession. But when you're a seventh grader playing basketball, and you miss some shots, and the coach gets mad at you because you missed the shot. Did you miss it? You know, coach, I missed that shot. I shot that air ball purposely to tick you off. So yeah, go ahead and bench me. I mean, you know, failure is part of what goes on in sports. You know, we're going to have an interview in a couple weeks with a couple of Chiefs players who will announce when that happens. But they're coming on to talk about. They'll be talking about this, and they're both pretty good at what they do. And we've t- we've talked about success and failure with them when they come on the show, but this this is all about to me. Youth sports should be about developing, having fun, learning fundamentals, learning the skills, and learning about what happens when you screw up because you're going to screw up. But if you have a coach who just screams and yells at you for screwing up, what does that teach you? Well, it teaches you that you get to get scared about screwing up, and then eventually you're not going to want to do it anymore. You're going to quit. Because why? what's the purpose of being yelled and screamed at when you're eight years of age or nine years of age for missing a shot or screwing up? That's the point. We only had one call earlier in the show. I'd love to get, get some calls in here and get your thoughts on this. If, if you're a parent, do you feel there's too much pressure on your kids to play a sport year-round to get better at it, not to have that balance out there? And, and has the topic of fun gone away? Is the winning and losing aspect taking over? You know, I always talk about a good coach checks his or her ego at the door. And I keep hearing more and more about coaches, youth sport coaches especially, whose egos get so big about winning and losing that they they get caught up in that. This is an issue that, as I said, statistically it's showing. It's a problem because kids are burning out and quitting sports at, at larger numbers than ever before at younger and younger ages, Blake. I think if you're a youth coach, you have to really kind of sit back and and ask yourself, are you coaching to help kids or are you coaching to prove that you're a good coach? You know what I mean? Like not not that you're a good coach, but like you you win. I'm successful because I win. Or are you actually training these kids? Are you actually letting them know and we have a caller. Uh, are you actually, you know, helping these kids out? 
Well, that's where the ego issue comes in. Well, said a good coach checks his or her ego at the door. So it shouldn't be about the coach. It should be more about the kids. I'm bringing this up because I'm getting more and more people calling me, emailing me, and, and actually coming into my office bringing this topic up. Here's the issue. Has the importance of youth sports about growth and development, having fun, learning skills, lost its emphasis more so than becoming more important to win? And I'd love to hear if you're a coach, a parent, do you feel the pressure on kids today to win at younger and younger ages and to play a sport year-round is becoming stronger and stronger, and are we losing the emphasis on what it's about? I'd love to hear from you if you're a coach, you're an athlete, you're a parent, you've played sports, get your thoughts on this. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs, and this is the Sports Psychology Hour. As you know, I'm here every week live in Kansas City on Sunday mornings from 6 to 7. Our shows are rebroadcast throughout the country the following week, and as I've mentioned before, they're podcasted everywhere. Go to my website, winnersunlimited.com, to find it or any of the podcast apps. The topic today is this. You know, I come up with topics each week that I think will be of interest to you, get a lot of feedback from people. And here's the thing. Today's topic is com- comes from a lot of kids I'm seeing in my office, parents I'm seeing in my office, calls I'm getting, and the statistics that show that there's a lot of burnout with kids in youth sports. By 11 and 12 years of age, a lot of kids are dropping out. And why is that? Pressure to win, pressure to practice every day, not having balance in their lives. Let's go to the phones. We have a caller. His name, uh, who is it, Blake? It's Coach Lawrence from USA Boxing. Okay, Coach Lawrence, thanks for calling in this morning. How are you today? Uh, just fine. Uh, thank you for, thank your, you for, thanks uh, for listening, sir. Yes, I did listen to your earlier comments. Um, I've been coaching since 1992, so I've had a chance to experience the old school and the new school of coaching. And uh, based on my experience, I've seen uh, uh, a lot of, uh, orig- originally back in the old days, like you said in your broadcast, there's a lot of the uh, abu- uh, verbal abuse and the yelling. And all of this has changed with USA Boxing in a program they call Safe Sport, Safe Sport Program requires us to go through this training in order to get certified. Right, it's, it's right. And excuse, and excuse me, and that's and safe sport is across the board with all sports now. That people, yeah. people need, they, everybody doesn't do it, but it's there. But anyway, go ahead. Exactly. And when, when you say it doesn't do it, what that does, you have some coaches that are reluctant to go through that program, which puts uh, a little pressure as far as uh, there's less coaching, less coaches out there because of that, you know. Why do you think they're reluctant to go through that program? They don't want to change. You know, they're, they're into that same mindset. They don't want to change with the times when it comes to uh, their method of, of coaching. You know, they don't, they don't want to quit yelling. You know, yelling is part of their program. Do you agree with that? I beg your pardon? Do you agree with that? Do you think yelling should be part of it? Uh, the, the, really, it's just a communication thing. I think it's more of a communication thing. Boy, you hit, excuse me, you hit that right on the head, sir. Yeah. Go, go, ahead, go ahead. Why? Why? 
they they just don't have the patience. Some of them just don't, you know, they'll tell me, hey, I just don't have the patience to, to do it this way, uh, uh, you know. And then they probably shouldn't be coaching if they don't have the patience to do it that way because what they don't understand. Some of them have, believe it or not, some of them have quit. Some yeah. of the coaches have quit. Because because, because when they do that, yeah. when they do that, I don't think they realize the damage they could be doing to these kids. Do you agree with that? I've seen some situations where kids that have grown out of the program, like let's say they started when they were 8 or 9 and then they've gotten like in their 20s, Instead of respecting that specific coach, they might have resentment toward them, you know, because of what they had experienced. They didn't have a good experience, you know. And we've had, we've had, uh, like you said, other sports are doing this. We've had uh, athletes come from other sports, and even though they were good in that particular sport, maybe it was baseball or or football or track and field, they. Uh, they come with an attitude that uh, uh, they don't want to go back to that sport. You know, our, our sport's all year round, so a lot of times we get athletes that are uh, training in the off season. They're, well, they're doing the boxing just to stay in shape, not necessarily to compete. Are they doing other things as well, though? Um, like I said, they, their main sport may not be boxing. Their main sport may be... Uh, uh, baseball, or uh, you so they're, know, so a they're doing. A, so they're doing a couple of things. It's not just this. All, and that's that's my point. Are we are we putting kids in one sport year round at younger and younger ages and not allowing them to do other things? When I was, I, I had a chance to attend uh, a training session at the Olympic Training Center, and one of the things they did suggest is that we not have a. A boring session, you know, that we now and then change up, you know, now and then uh, maybe one day he's swimming or one day a week he he might be swimming. The next week he might uh, be playing tennis, basketball, you know, not not have that same routine where they're, they're bored with what they're doing. I think that's an awesome suggestion. Let me ask you this question. Uh, several shows ago I brought up the topic of should we have – once in a while, a practice that is a mental health practice where you don't have practice. You just sit down as a group and talk about how they're doing, talk about stress, talk about fun, talk about winning. Just just ask the kids how they're doing overall and just talk about mental actually, health. Actually, we have communicated with some mental health groups because, uh, you know, a lot of times us coaches, we're also social workers and counselors. You know, we're, we're there to, to coach and train, but a lot of times we find ourselves dealing with uh, whatever situation the kid's dealing with at home. Well, you know? as I always say, a coach, a good coach is a good psychologist, a bad coach needs a sports psychologist. So you, sir, have got it. You have it together. Um, you have it together. I really appreciate what you're saying here because th- this is what people need to hear. Because There's one other, one go, go other ahead, thing go ahead. I, I need to mention, too, is that you you remember you mentioned the thing about winning how kids are so the the, the focus on winning and uh what uh what USA boxing has also done is they've created what's called developmental bouts these are bouts that are uh they're in the competition platform but uh they're not scored this is where the kid uh gets into that ring the first time they kind of eliminate some of that fear he had, at least the fear of uh, losing. 
it takes the fear of losing away. Well, USA Boxing has it together, sir. So there, you, there have, it, you have it together. Yeah, there in my opinion, some of the issues that you brought up. Well, because we need to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the statistics, as I said, say that the burnout rate in kids in youth sports is growing dramatically by the 11 and 12 years of age because they're tired of it. And what you're talking about here, sir, is exactly what I've been saying. Now, you know, we had a guy earlier who didn't agree with what we're saying. He didn't come on the air, didn't want to come on the air. But the fact of the matter is, I think we play sports, first and foremost, to have fun, learn about fundamentals, learn about skills, learn about success and failure. Not necessarily winning and losing, per se, but how do you succeed, how do you fail, and, and how do you grow from that? And if you yeah. do that, what does that do for you? Yeah, so like I said, we... Uh we we gone one step further. We do allow our parents to uh, watch the training, so that that kind of helps us keeps us in check. You know, make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. What it'll be, we've got about a minute minute and a half left here for you. Can you give us an example of a situation where where maybe you learned from it, from your coaching and your your skills? What what's helped you? I I would say. Um, the competition part, you know, not putting, like you said, the pressure thing. For example, uh, we've had kids, their first fight, they're scheduled for that fight. In, in boxing, they're the main event. They're, you know, there's, there's not, it's not a team thing. They're the main event. Your team is the corner. And uh, a lot of times all that pressure of the parents, of everyone coming to see you fight, they know you're going to fight. Uh, a lot of times, uh, that's, that's a lot of pressure on a kid. And, uh, what we do, what we've done is, hey, you know, you're not pressured to do this. If, if we have to pull you, we'll pull you. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't take it the wrong way. You know, that's, that first fight is usually the most, uh, where, where the kid experiences the most pressure. And our job is, is to take that away, take that, Away. Well, Coach Lawrence, I want to thank you for calling today, and I want to thank you for what you're doing because, first of all, you're reinforcing what I brought up today, and, and it didn't have to be reinforced. People don't have to agree with me, but you're validating why I'm bringing this up, and I want to thank you for what you're doing, most importantly for the kids you're coaching because I can tell just from listening to you, you have made a very, very, very positive impact on a lot of kids' lives and parents. So, sir, thank you for sharing that with us. Please call the show again. I love love the conversation. I, I I really like what you're saying. Yes, I try to I try to catch it whenever I can. You're doing a good job putting that word out there. Well, thank you, sir. You stay well, stay safe, and uh, call back again. I'd love to hear from you. Appreciate All it. All right, then. Have a good day. Yeah. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. That was Coach Lawrence from USA Boxing calling and commenting on what we've been talking about today. Youth sports. It should be about having fun, growing, developing. It shouldn't be about having to win. That's my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. I know a lot of people don't. I do this show every week to talk about these topics, to get a conversation going. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can always reach me at my office at 816-561-5556. Follow me on my website, winnersunlimited.com. As I've said, our shows are podcasted everywhere. On my website, winnersunlimited.com, go to the podcast page. You can listen to them there. I've got about nine, nine years of podcasts there. My phone number is 816-561-5556. You can follow me on Twitter at DRJ Sports Psych. Have a great week. Stay safe and have fun. This is the Sports Psychology Hour. 